Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. It's wonderful to be with you again. Let's get together in prayer first. Amen. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we love you, we praise you, we honor you. And Lord, we are here in your presence. We are here to abide in you, Lord. We are here to acknowledge the fact that your love is what we need and what we desire. And so, Lord, We bless you, we praise you, and just ask that this program would reflect your heart, the heart of Messiah. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Before we get started, let me just mention that uh, it would be great if you would um, like to help us financially. Um, Certainly, we would be blessed. I would also mention that we do have free booklets that uh, we're giving the past few weeks. One is 2021 Stand on God's Word, uh, 39 Key Scriptures to Pray, and second is called the uh, Prayer Organizer. And the Prayer Organizer is just a wonderful way to organize your prayer time, and I'm the past couple of weeks, and today I'm speaking from that prayer organizer. So these are free. We can email them to you. We can send them to you. Just call Karen at 813-831-5673. We also have the Grow With Me Bible, which is really fantastic for new readers uh, up to about, I'm saying 12 or 13, somewhere in that range, it's the time where you can really reach your kids for the Lord. And, and this, this Bible is just, it's called the Grow With Me Bible. It's 52 selected stories which are shortened uh, in order to really speak to the kids. But it's the regular TLV translation. And they have a coloring page for each story. 
Uh, it's $25 if you pick it up, $30 if we mail it to you. Uh, again, call Karen. And uh, we'd love for you to visit us. Um, visit us at Shoresh David. Um, we would love that uh, at one of our locations. Look at our website for times and places. We also would like you to join us on Facebook Live uh, Friday nights and Saturdays. We'd love to have you have a, a watch party, right? Invite a few friends and watch our services or bring them and come in, in, in actual uh, your presence. It would be great to meet with you. So let's begin as we look at prayer once again. We want to point out something that we've pointed out each week. If you do not believe you have been given the authority, it's going to be hard to pray in faith. Okay? Authority means the right to command and enforce obedience. And we define prayer as requesting of God with confidence and faith to do something that is believed to be in his will by our dependency and our authority given to us in the name of Yeshua. So a quick review about quiet times with the Lord is that I believe it should have the following uh, in, in the quiet time. Praise, confess, forgive, listen, proclaim, prayer, intercede, and give thanks. And so the past few weeks I've spoken about these things, um, Last week, we talked about the two most important things to pray about, which would be a relationship and love for God and a relationship and love for others. And now this week, we talk about the third most important thing to pray about. Do you know what it is? Sharing your faith with others, the greatest gift that they could receive, Yeshua, our Messiah. Amen? Okay. Remember, this is part of our quiet time, our time alone with God. So this would be the kind of prayer, and it's in the booklet, that I would pray to the Lord about sharing our faith. Lord, help me make sharing my faith a priority after loving you and after loving my neighbor. I pray you will bring me divine appointments in order to share my faith with our Jewish people and everyone I meet. And, you know, I love to go over scriptures that encourage me to um, share my faith. So the first one that comes to mind would be Romans 1.16. I'm not ashamed of the good news, for it's the power of God for salvation to everyone who trusts, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And I love Isaiah 52, 7. I, I just, it gives such a beautiful picture of sharing and the importance of it. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who announces shalom, who brings good news of happiness, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Ah, love that. And of course, Mark sixteen fifteen, where Yeshua says, Go into all the world and proclaim the good news to every creature. And then Second Timothy is another great verse on sharing. Uh, four, verse 2, proclaim the word, be ready when it is convenient or inconvenient. 
confront, rebuke, encourage, and complete with, oh, I'm sorry, with complete patience and instruction. You know, that's the, why did God have to add that, right? With patience? Oh, boy, boy that, I, I just find that so difficult. But that's God's word. And that's what we have to strive to do so that when we instruct, we have to be patient. Please, Lord, let me be patient. Uh, Luke ten two, and he was telling them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, beg the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. And, you know, that's kind of funny for me to beg the Lord of the harvest to send out workers if I'm not going to be sent out. So, Lord, send me out. So some final thoughts as part of the quiet time. Uh, Another prayer that I throw in there, may my daily fellowship with the Lord include prayer, God's word, obedience under his authority, and love with humility and grace. May I be a mighty warrior, always fighting for you, Lord, so that when I see you face to face, you will say, well done, good and faithful servant, enter into your master's house. May I be as tenacious as Jacob, who wrestled with God to be blessed. Genesis thirty-two twenty-seven says, I won't let you go unless you bless me. And now comes the point in my quiet time where I thank the Lord. And in 2 Timothy 1.3, it says, I thank God, whom I serve with a clear conscience, as my forefathers did when I continually remember you in my prayers night and day. And whenever I think of prayer, obviously, I think of Daniel, who has so many beautiful prayers. And in chapter 6, verse 11, he says, it says, Now when Daniel learned that a written decree had been issued, he went into his house where the windows in his upper room opened toward Jerusalem. Three times a day he knelt down, prayed, and gave thanks before his God, just as he did before. So he was used to giving thanks to the Lord in his prayer time, even when this decree, which was really against him, uh, it, it didn't change who Daniel was with the Lord, because he was in the habit. He was used to doing this. First Thessalonians five seventeen and 18 says, Pray constantly and everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Messiah Yeshua. And in Ephesians, it says, Always giving thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. And we see two times in Colossians, it says, We th- always thank God the Father, our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, whenever we pray for you. And another one, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Yeshua, giving thanks to God the Father through him. One of the ways that I really enjoy uh, thanking the Lord is thanking him for him blessing me. And you know, in Numbers 6, at the end of every service, 
I chant this. Uh, I, I won't chant it today, but I'll say, I'll say it to you. It, it says, um, number 6, 22 to 27, Again, Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons, saying, Thus you are to bless sons of Israel by saying to them, Adonai, bless you and keep you. Adonai, make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. Adonai, turn his face toward you and grant you shalom. In this way they are to place my name over sons of Israel, and so I will bless them. And I just love that. And I receive my blessing, and I thank the Lord for that blessing. Amen? And then as I close my quiet time, I like to have a couple of verses that sort of send me on my way, <laughs> if that makes any sense. And so uh, the two that I chose, Romans twelve ten through 13, which says, Be tenderly devoted to one another in brotherly love. Outdo one another in giving honor. Do not be lagging in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Keep serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, enduring in distress, persisting in prayer, contributing to the needs of the Kiddushim or the Holy Ones or the believers, extending hospitality. I love that verse. And then Galatians 6 to bear one another's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the Torah of Messiah. Look, persistence in prayer is not necessary because God needs us to help him. It's necessary to train us. It's necessary for us to practice obedience. This is how we receive the abundant life. This is not for God. This is for us to pray. And I believe God wants us to remove our apathy and complacency and receive his passion. I believe God wants to touch our hearts in a new way in order for us to be able to touch other people's hearts. I believe it's time for our family and friends to come to know the Lord. We need breakthroughs in this area. Amen? I believe it is time for a great revival in Israel, here in the United States and all over the world. I believe God is going to show us with his signs and wonders and miracles. He's going to show us all of this. I believe this is a war, so join me in this spiritual battle and let's see what God does. So pray every day and even join others in prayer. Now, some people don't relate to one teaching and they relate better to another. So I want to continue in prayer, in teaching about prayer, but I want to go from a totally different place. And I'm calling this part uh, abiding in prayer. We probably won't finish it today, but we will finish it next week if we don't. Okay. So prayer is divided into three main categories. Number one, we develop a relationship with God. That's part of, that's our prayer life. Number two, we ask God for something. Uh, you know, we want God to change something or someone or change myself. So, for instance, I prayed for years and years and years for my parents' salvation. And finally, they came to know the Lord. But I probably prayed for 
I don't know, 30 years or more for their salvation. For our second child, it took really, uh, we, we prayed for eight years. And so that's why our daughters are 12 years apart. But finally, God answered. And then besides changing people or things, we ask for wisdom, like, should I get vaccinated for COVID? Yes or no? Because I know I can't trust anybody at this point because everybody's disagreeing. The experts don't even agree. So, you know, this is between me and God and my wife. (laughs) And so I ask for wisdom. I ask for wisdom when I give my messages or what I'm going to speak about on the radio. So that all comes under the category of asking God for something. And the third part of our prayer life is hearing God's prophetic voice. God wants to answer us. He wants to tell us something. So I remember years ago in my quiet time, I was uh, currently at that point a principal of a congregational day school in Philadelphia. And all of a sudden, in my quiet time, God was saying to me, I want you to become a rabbi. And I was very surprised because I was extremely happy in what I was doing. I love to teach kids. That's my thing. And I thought, well, okay, this somehow got into my quiet time. I'll ignore it. But it happened for maybe six months to a year, and then I couldn't ignore it any longer. So I I, I told my wife and I told a couple very close friends, just pray about it with me. And the rest is sort of history. Look, you hear better, believe and trust better when you have an established personal relationship with God. But this is one of the very important parts of your quiet time with the Lord. Now, your relationship with God will allow you to be more effective in the other parts of prayer, like asking God for something or God speaking to you. So we are going to concentrate on abiding prayer, prayer that grows our relationship with God. Now, first of all, as you're developing a relationship with God, basically you are expressing your love for God. And you do that in so many different ways. You praise him, you're transparent before him, which means you're open about how you are feeling. You confess your sins, right? All of these things show him love. Your obedience leads to his trust in you. Your acts of service with the fruit of the Spirit and your inclusion to everybody, not just the chosen, uh, you know, these things remove guilt, shame, and sin so that we're not separated from him. And, and so this shows him our love. We show our love with gratitude. We meditate on who he is, what he has done, and we are persevering. We are not stopping because of how we feel. We, we apply the push system, right? Pray until something happens. And then we're silent in order to hear his voice, because that's showing our love and respect for him. We're saying, Lord, you, 
you, you haven't really hit me yet. It touched me this quiet time. So do something. I'm just going to be quiet and allow you to fill my mind and my heart with your thoughts. Trust in his sovereignty. Saturate yourself with his word, praying his word into your spirit. Yeshua is the word made flesh. God's word will draw you nearer to him. So all of these things show God that you love him. But whenever I think of abiding in the Lord, I've got to take a look at John 15, because that, that's the area that really speaks to this beautiful principle of abiding in the Lord. So chapter 15 of John, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. Now, God repeatedly used a vine as a symbol of his people in the Hebrew Scriptures, an example of Psalm 80, verses 8 and 9, and sometimes in a negative sense, Isaiah 5, 1 and 2, Isaiah 5, 7, Jeremiah 22, uh, I'm sorry, Jeremiah 2, 21. So in contrast, Yeshua is the true vine, so we must be rooted in him, which is, by the way, Shoresh David, our congregational name, is Root of David, okay, and, and David referring to Messiah. We must be rooted in the Lord, not in Israel, not in church or a messianic movement, not in the government or any organization, we must be rooted in the Lord. Verse 2 of John 15, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit he trims so it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. See, when you receive Yeshua as your Messiah, God speaks his word into you, you are born again, and you become clean. Now, maybe we don't stay clean because we still have sin in our lives, but we have the opportunity to confess our sins. Oh, I'd love to talk to you more about this right now. I really would, but we are out of time. So let me just mention a couple things as we close. We certainly ask for your prayers and for your financial help, because we believe that this radio program is meant to touch people, and if it's touched you, we pray that you will help us out. I pray also that you will get these booklets. You know, the 2021 Stand on God's Word booklet, is, it's, all it is is 39 great scriptures to pray into your spirit, and this is how we abide in him. This is a, a tremendous thing, and uh, so Uh, We also have the prayer organizer, and I've gone through the various aspects of prayer. This is going to help you, and there's no cost to this. So it's free. We'll send it out for free. We'll email it to you for free. We'll show you where it is on our website for free. Okay, you get the idea. Call Karen, 813-831-5673. And this Grow With Me Bible, I believe your kids just need it. This is my guess from somewhere between the ages of seven or or early reader to about 13. 
these kids will thrive on this Bible. And to do it together as a family and the kids coloring it to remember it afterwards, it's amazing. Just pick one up from us at $25 each or $30 and we'll send it to you. Again, call Karen. So uh, we just are blessed with being able to give this radio program. And so we want to close with prayer because prayer changes things. Amen? Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we pray that hearts in this audience will be changed and transformed. And each person who desires to be closer to you will, in fact, be closer to you and their prayer life will explode. So I pray for this, and I pray that the first priority of all of our listeners is that they grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. 